Hey guys, welcome to the happy hour. My name is Jamie Ivy, and you are listening to happy hour number 16 with my friend Laura Kelly. Laura is a mom to four and she lives outside of Nashville and she's one of the craftiest people that I know. So of course I'm intrigued by that because I lack all craftiness in my life. But Laura talks today about the kindness advent that her and her husband Josh developed in their family a couple years ago that I am completely in love with and want to try, although it scares me a lot. But she talks about that. She talks about what it was like when she lost her mom and how she was parenting her kids through that. We talk about all kinds of stuff, and she's giving something away. So how nice is that? I want to say a shout-out to Jill Moore. Jill left a comment on the Happy Hour podcast on iTunes, and she said, Thanks, Jamie, for including us in your happy hour. As a mom of three little ones, my happy hours are few and far between right now. Jill, I get that. She said, this podcast makes me laugh, is encouraging, and inspiring. Thanks for being real, honest, and letting us in on the conversation. Jill, you are welcome. You're always welcome in this conversation. Thanks so much. One more comment on iTunes. Someone said, I love this podcast. Jamie manages to tackle serious issues while always keeping it lighthearted and fun. I listen at work, and it brightens my day. I also love how Jamie and all the wonderful ladies she chats with balance faith, family, work, and a genuine concern for humanity in such beautiful ways. Listening has introduced me to other fabulous writers I would have never known otherwise. Keep the interviews coming. I will keep the interviews coming. Thanks for your comment. I'm so, so excited. Laura is a great guest today. You're going to really enjoy it. I'll tell you more about the giveaway at the end. But for now, here's Laura. Hey, Laura. Welcome to the happy hour. Hi. <laughs> okay, so we were just chatting before we started, and this is actually the first time we've ever spoken to each other. Yes, in emails and uh, I guess like Facebook messages, but stuff like that. Yes, never verbal never, communication. Never face to face via Skype. Okay, tell our everyone that's listening real quick. Just tell them who you are. I am Laura Kelly, and I am a wife and a mom of four, and my husband's Josh. I blog at pitterpetterart.com and I'm an artist and I stay at home. So I'm at home, but three kids in school, one kid at home. So So. fun. And when did your kids start school? They started really early. First week of August. Oh, that's good. Mine started July 23rd. So yes, I'm, I, I read that yes. and I was like, that is really early. It's really <laughs> awesome though. <laughs> I mean, let's just be honest. It's great. I can absolutely relate. <laughs> so how old are all your kids and tell us their names and how old they are. Okay. Harper is seven. Mm-hmm. Hudson is five. Solomon is five and Eamon is two. Okay. I'm, I know the answer to this, but I'll ask what everyone else asks you. Do you have twins? I don't. <laughs> I get the same question. So uh, yes, they are like twins. They Hudson and Solomon are four months apart. Uh, Saul's adopted from Ethiopia, and so is Amon. Um, but they are like twins, same grade. You know, don't remember life without each other, and so so fun. My boys, uh, six months out of the year, are the same age, Deacon and Amos, and so sometimes I have twins. 
Yep. <laughs> which here's a funny story. I think I've shared this with someone before, but I was at the gym working out, which this was a long time ago. Cause I don't even have a gym membership anymore, but I was at the gym working out and I was getting ready. And this was before my kids were even in school. So this was forever long ago. And I was in the dressing room and getting dressed after showering. And this woman just started chatting with me, which is uncomfortable for me. First of all, because you're getting dressed. Yes. I don't know safe. you. Let's not <laughs> chat. Yeah. And so she, she was like, Hey, how many kids do you have? And I was like, I have four kids. And she was, she said, Oh my gosh, your body looks amazing for having four kids. <laughs> and I'm thinking, crap, I've only birthed one of them. What do I do here? So I think I was just in need of some compliments that day. So I just took it. I was like, Oh, I thanks. Would have. I would have and thing. then she asked how old they were. And I told her, and at that time, two of them were the same age. And she's like, and you had twins. I was like, yes. <laughs> and she just raved about how amazing I looked. And I just took it all. I mean, I took every bit of it and it was funny. I would have done the same. But people ask me that question all the time too. Like, yes, I get that. Yeah. All the time. Cause they're only four months apart. So the majority of the year, they are the exact same age. Who's so. older? Hudson. Okay. He was born in September and Saul was in March. And how so. old was Saul when you brought him home? Five months. Yes. Okay, so let's let's get the facts straight for everyone. You brought him home, and you had a nine month old. Yes. So I, I tell people that I blocked those days out because I would Hudson wasn't walking, so I would carry Hudson, and I would put a sling on, and I would put Saul in the sling, and Harper was two, so I oh would gosh. hold her hand, and we would do our thing. So, and but people I were have, like, "Oh, bless you." Yes, they were. <laughs> Oh my yeah. gosh. So, and that is, I did not realize that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm trying to remember when we first met and I can't remember. We have a mutual friend, Maris. Yes, Maris. Maris is our mutual friend who is, and you live in Nashville. I don't know if we said that. Yes, we live in Nashville. Very, uh, well, like, it's like 10 minutes from I was going to say, where do you actually live? Gullitzville. Oh. And it's, it's a little north of Nashville. So, like, 10 minutes. Okay. More. Okay. Tell us, talk to me about this, Laura. When did you start? Have you always been crafty? Yes. I've always liked crafts. Um, I actually majored in uh, K through eight education. So I was a kindergarten teacher. Mm -hmm. So when I was in college though, I started doing canvas art because I had a couple art classes. And once I got pregnant, I was like, I don't really want to go back to teaching. So I kind of pushed my art and started a blog and was like, what is a blog? But right. I just did it and slowly it, it grew. And so, you know, it doesn't, doesn't do too bad now. So well, your stuff is amazing and it's pitter patter art. I actually, I remember one of the things I remember about you the most is when I brought, when we brought, finally brought Amos homes, so we had our whole family complete is that you sent all my kids t-shirts, yeah. like matching t-shirts. <laughs> yeah. And that was like, such a blessing because, A, we'd never met. I mean, we yeah. were just internet friends. Yeah. And you just blessed me like crazy because you sent me T-shirts for all my kids, and it was so fun. Yeah. Do you well, do I, mostly T-shirts or canvas stuff? I, You know what? I haven't done any T-shirts in a long time. I, I kind of do, do custom orders. So if right. nobody's really ordering them, then I don't really do them. So if somebody, you know, has a custom order and they want a shirt, then I'll do one. But, um, so I just kind of go off of that. Like right now 
name pillows are really trending for some that. reason. Are they these so, little bitty pillows kind of? They're, well, they're actually, they're the length of the name. So okay. some of them are actually really much larger. Um, so I kind of, a lot of people are ordering those. So I'm doing a lot of those right now. And that's a good baby shower just, gift. You, that's what, and I had posted about, cause that's what I'd started giving as a first, uh, as a one year gift, like oh, for yeah. their first day. So all my friends were like, sign me up. I want that for my kid. And so it just kind of became a tradition within our group of friends. And I did a post on it and people started wanting name pillows. I love so it. Okay. I speaking of your blog, do you blog every single day? I try to do Monday through Friday. I don't do weekends. So you do it at night? Uh, sometimes I do it at night. The night, like sometimes I'll schedule the post. Uh-huh, so I'll do yeah. it the night before. Sometimes I just do it during nap time, um, just kind of randomly during the day. So that's good. I have gotten so like, um, I cannot even get a blog post out lately these days. (laughs) I mean, I feel like, like this morning I've been working on like this talk that I'm giving soon and then I'll do podcast stuff from now until I pick up my kids. So I'm just, and then at night, my brain does not even work anymore. I struggle sometimes with ideas. And so like before I've asked, you know, Hey, are you guys interested in anything? Mm Want to hear something? And I get kind of funny requests sometimes on that. So so I tend to just kind of, a lot of it is just random Uh stuff and I don't understand why anybody reads it, but it's so good. They do. They love it. (laughs) Well, your family is um, interesting. I mean, y'all look different, which I think that attracts some people. You do a lot of like crazy giving stuff, which I think attracts people, which is really cool. Um, One thing I want you to explain to us is tell me what you do around Christmas season with your Advent stuff. Okay. So we do. Let me preface this real quick. Yes. Okay. Go ahead. I always want to be Laura Kelly (laughs) during Advent. So last year or two years ago, I can't remember. I did my first little Advent thing with all the numbers. And then each day was going to have something in there that we were going to do as a family. I I think we did seven out of like, what, 25. I mean, it was just so hard. Oh my gosh. Okay. So tell us what you do, how you do it, why you do it, everything. Um, so I had bought like this cute advent wreath at Target one year, like after Christmas. And it was when the kids were little and I wanted to do advent and we bombed. It was terrible. Like I, we did it the next year and it was just terrible. So I'd kind of really been wanting to do it, but I didn't know there are a gazillion things out there to do for advent. I feel yes. like, so I, wanted, I just really felt like we wanted to do something more others oriented instead of us. So I started looking and I found a advent that this lady called random acts of kindness. And so when I did my post, I wanted to give her credit for, you know, that idea. She had older kids. So I really had to adjust it because we had little kids like this before Eamon was around. Um, I think Harper was four. Um, so the boys were three and two around there. Mm -hmm. So I had pinned it and I'd been thinking about it. And then my mom, um, in November before Christmas got sick and all of a sudden, and she, she passed away. So it was a really tough time. Um, I had no idea. I'd never been through anything like that. So I didn't really know how to navigate those waters. And a friend of mine, her mom, her dad had died, um, 
three months prior. So her mom was just really sweet and loving and compassionate and just so good to us. And she brought me a little copy of a de- out of a grief devotional. And in that devotional, it talked about how sometimes you have no idea what to do for yourself, but you can always do for others. And she just said, Laura, I read this and I thought of you and I thought that's what we're going to do. So she died November 20th and, you know, December was coming up and I thought, okay, we're just going to, we're going to spend December just thinking about other people. And so me and my husband brainstormed and we came up with something to do each day that would involve other people Mm -hmm. outside of us. And, um, so that's what we ended up doing. And it took some planning. I've learned that, that if you plan ahead of time, so kind of, I make notes, this is, so OCD and bizarre to do this, but throughout the year, I kind of make mental notes and think of things throughout the year that will make Advent because it, it, December is so crazy anyways. Yeah. It is slammed packed. And so I make notes and I think of things, oh, that would be good. And that would be easy. And so, you know, I kind of even buy up stuff ahead of time Uh and like my niece and nephew, they always sell, they're older, um, they're in middle school, but they always sell cookie dough. And so to, and I always buy it. So, so then you can I, use those cookies. I can use, yeah. So I tuck those away in our freezer. And so that makes, you know, baked goods for people, easy right. at Christmas, things like that. So, so how long ago did you start this? This was 2011. Okay. So this, so this will be so your fourth be year. Third. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We both had to do the math, which I think was funny. Yes, I'm literally fitness. <laughs> I'm counting yeah. on my fingers. This will be yeah. the fourth year, right? This December. 11, All 12, right. 13. Yeah. 11, 12, 30. Yeah, this will be the fourth year. So I love it. So give me an example of a couple things that you do. We do last year, I'm trying to think of some different things we did. The, uh, the kids painted rocks uh-huh. and um, just, you know, just let them go crazy crafty on rocks and then dried. And then the next day we went and sat them out at the park, just in random places throughout the park. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do, one year we did like bags for, we have a lot of homeless people in our area and they sell newspapers and which I love, I love that whole part of it. But we did like bags that had, you know, toothbrush, toothpaste, deodorant, um, you know, gift cards, just right. things like that, that we would pass out, you know, just hand out to people when we saw, um, we do. Didn't we you like love tape our, money, tape money on something? <laughs> we did, we'd take money to, um, like vending machines uh-huh. or my boys love to, we go ahead and fill up like, you know, like the little quarter machines. Uh-huh. So we go ahead and put quarters in those one day okay. like that. So they're already loaded. Um, we, do, we just do random stuff. So my question is, do you see this making a difference in your kids' lives? I do. I feel like me and my husband made a decision really early on that we, we kind of, I feel like we are that the generation that's coming up is a really entitled Mm -hmm. generation. Like they kind of expect everything. And I think it's because everything's so instant Mm -hmm. and I really, Josh and I both just really want to raise generous kids. And so we kind of, we did the, um, you know, even when Harper was a baby, or when she finally could like get Christmas, we did three gifts Uh for each child and that's it. And, um, so I think they love it. They look forward to it. They, and now they're at the age where they can help us make the list. They can, 
Um, you know, they can help do the things and I think it'll be really fun as they get older and they can do more and, um, you know, just for it to get bigger and better and more fun. And I I love that so much. I love, I can, I see you do all this kind of crafty stuff with your kids and it literally makes me want to run into a corner and start like yeah. rocking back and forth <laughs> because I literally just spent the last 30 minutes before I talked to you cleaning up in Story's room. She takes paper and scissors and cuts it into the littlest pieces ever. Yeah. And then she fills up baggies and then she mm-hmm. stuffs it in corners in her room and it makes me lose my mind. <laughs> But she is like crafty in this weird way. And then for some reason, God thought that I'd be the best mom for her. And I don't even know where a glue stick is. I mean, it's just, (laughs) I see you do these things and I'm like, oh, that, you know. And I think that it's, I think that it's like we're hardwired certain ways. I really think that. For sure. My husband is the opposite. He hates glitter. (laughs) He, and that's what I say is, you know, that. I don't know why, but that didn't bother me. Like I'm really crazy OCD about some things and I like my kids' rooms to be clean. And, you know, and that's one thing I tell them is I say, I'm like, give them the whole teacher speech. I'm like, if you're going to be an artist, uh-huh. then you can be creative and do whatever you want. But your responsibility is to clean up afterwards. I love <laughs> so, that. Yeah. So they have to clean up. And I love and sometimes that so much. Stuff, like Eamon dumped out an entire tube of glitter like last week when I let them do glitter and it you know for a second I was like oh (laughs) and you know what glitter stays around for months my husband glitter glitter. like he hates it and he will sit and our table our kitchen table was like kind of got like old wormholes in it uh-huh, and that he are full of glitter. sits and pick, yes, the glue and the glitter. And he sits with a toothpick oh. and we'll pick it out because it absolutely grates on him. He hates it. So, but you know what? You're giving your kids a childhood and you know, <laughs> it's fun. And then I am, you know, don't even know where glue sticks are, but you know, everybody's different. And I they used are. to really like, I, I have come a long way in my motherhood and I used to like, feel like I was like a, a bad mom because I, yeah. I don't have glitter and I don't like to do crafts, but God has really shown me that that doesn't make me a bad mom. It just makes me a different mom. Absolutely. You know? And so I feel like a lot of times women, you know, with Pinterest and everything, we can see okay. the woman that we feel like we're supposed to be and then right. feel bad that we're not. Yes, absolutely. Cause that's I can't, what, that's, that's what I do all. I like, I tell myself one of the things we say in our house is different strokes for different folks because it just does not, Yep. you know, it doesn't in comparison, just, you know, steals your joy. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm a really bad cook. So I'm not crafty. I can't cook. I hate cooking. It's awful. I hate it. So Aaron's leave. Aaron's the cook at our house and he's leaving, um, in a couple weeks, he'll be gone for 12 days. I literally every day I'm saying to him, I don't know how I'm going to feed these kids for 12 days. On our grocery I see, budget, I see like the stuff that he cooks and it looks pretty amazing. He's amazing, <laughs> and he doesn't use recipes. Like for me, for me to cook for them for twelve days, I'll have I need twelve recipes. Yes. I, I just I can't handle it. No, I hate cooking. I hate meal planning. I hate like everything we eat is one pot. Like there are no multiple items. <laughs> one pot wonder. No, no, no. I'm like everything has to go in one you know, pan or whatever. But will Josh just eat whatever you make? Yes. He doesn't care. And he's good. Well, he doesn't get home until like later. Like he didn't really get home until around six or so. And, um, 
So I try to have something so jump in ready. Yeah. yeah. So I look, I literally will scour Pinterest for <laughs> five ingredient recipes. Yes. <laughs> There's probably like cookbooks out there that are just five ingredients. That's, what I need. That's me. That's yeah. what I need. Well, so. the reason that Aaron cooks so much is because he likes to eat good food. And so yeah. I don't make good food. And so he <laughs> must cook. And so it works out for both of us, honestly. No, I do like everything incredibly simple. It's ridiculous. Well, but it's good that it Josh works. will eat that. Yeah. You guys, in January of 2024, I made a commitment to myself. I wanted to get stronger, which meant I needed to get in the gym, which means I needed to move my body in different ways. You guys know I love to walk. Well, it's spring, and spring is the best time for us to start a new workout routine. It's our yearly collective warm-up, and Peloton is here for everyone's yearly Warm up. This is the best time to get into a good rhythm to tap into your power and build towards your summer you. I love my Peloton. It accommodates to my schedule with a variety of class links to choose from. I can choose a 30 minute class, I can choose a 45 minute class. If you only have five minutes, there's literally a class to get you moving your body in five minutes. Peloton has a range of class types fit for every goal and every mood. There are classes if you want to hear country music, if you want to hear uh, rock, if you want to go back to the 80s. If you can't run, take a walking class. Need some grounding? Try yoga. If you want to level up, go for their Pilates or HIIT workouts. Here's what I love is that you can move at your own pace. And that is what I'm learning that my body needs right now. It needs to move at its own pace. Peloton makes the process easier with personalized recommendations and guided programs that take all the guesswork out of working out. You guys, we think about so many things during the day. Let's take the guesswork out. Let's jump right in and let's keep our fitness journey fresh every single day. Peloton has everything you need to get you where you're going. Whether you prefer to run outdoors, row or ride at home, or strength train at the gym, Peloton has something for you. I personally love a good 45-minute hip-hop class. It gets me moving. It gets me excited. It's my favorite genre of music, just ask my kids. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. That's OnePeloton.com. He loves it. So. Speaking of cleaning your room, your kids' rooms, you said this a while ago, and I, like I said, just spent 30 minutes picking up little pieces of paper yeah. all over Story's room. <laughs> do you clean your kids' room or do you make them do it? They do it. Uh, that's their responsibility. But does and... it have to meet your standards? Mm, as long as, you know what my big thing is, is stuff on the ground. Oh I yes. cannot stand stuff on the ground because I tell them, we don't throw our stuff on the ground, you know. <laughs> You don't either. So as long as it's, uh, they don't, I'm really weird about this. Like as long as it's up and it's in its place, like uh-huh. Harper used to do the piles thing. Yeah. And we finally had like a come to Jesus uh-huh. one day. <laughs> yeah. Like, this has got to stop. Right. It's absolutely, you know, just drive me crazy. So she, she actually ended up getting her like this old desk, like an old metal teacher desk uh-huh. that has the three drawers on each side, the big drawer in the middle. And we just organized. And I was like, Hey, everything's got a spot. No reason to pile it in the corner. No reason to pile it under your bed. Um, you know, and, and her art supplies have jars. And mm-hmm. so, and she gets that. So she cleans it and I love like it. their beds. Their beds are made horrible, but they've made it. Like right. they put in the effort, they yes. did it, and I am okay with that. Yeah. So I, I let it- am horrible because 
I have a hard time throwing stuff away. Ugh, I know it's really, really bad. I am polar opposite oh, of that. Aaron is too. Aaron will, if, if I'm like, man, I had this right here. I knew it was yep. here. I'm like, did you throw it away? He's like, well, I might have. I don't know what it was. And I'm like, but you don't know what it was, but you still threw it away. He's like, yeah, I don't know what it was. We didn't need it. Yeah. I have a problem. I know I do. And have you seen the show Hoarders? Yeah. No, I don't have cable. Okay, that's mm-hmm. right. But you know what it is. <laughs> yes. I okay. Do. I'm not like that at all. My house doesn't look like that. But whenever I watch that with Aaron, it's like it, he kind of gets off my back a little bit because he's like, yeah. okay. You're not is, that bad. <laughs> you're not this bad. <laughs> but I see this trait of mine, which could be bad, could be not bad. I see it going into my kids' lives. Right. Like I go in their rooms and there's just so much stuff that can be thrown away <laughs> that it drives yeah. me insane. But yet my desk, if you saw it, you would be like, Jamie, why do you still have this like insurance bill from 2009? I think you can trash it. I mean, okay, well, I did just have a in, like bills and things. Okay, I did not know that you, and I feel like such a fool, <laughs> but I did not know that you could throw those away. I thought you literally had to keep those for forever, like electric and, bills and stuff. Yes. Okay. This is so awful. <laughs> no, so, it's not. I didn't know. I really thought you had to hang on to those. And this, I say, I play like the dead mom card. I say, well, this is something my mom would have told me. <laughs> this yeah. is awful. You can use but that for a lot of stuff though. I so can. Keep that yes, in the back pocket. I can make that joke. But, yeah. um, so I called my mother-in-law and I said, um, Miss Kelly, cause I still, I've known them <gasps> since I was Kelly. Here's why people always say that. Why don't you call her Janice? Her name's Janice. And, um, but I've known them since I was like, 14, 13. She was always Miss She Kelly was always Mr. and Miss Kelly. So I just okay. still, and they say, don't, you know, call us Nene or Big Daddy, you know, like what the kids call uh-huh. her or something else. Yeah. But I still say Miss Kelly. So I said, Miss Kelly, I've got a question. Like out of all of these papers that I keep, what can I throw away? And she said, I don't know what you're talking about. You're going to have to tell me <laughs> more. And I said, like electric bills, AT&T, <laughs> like phone bills. And she said, from when? And I said, since. We got like married. I don't, I thought I had to keep <laughs> oh them. And she said, no, oh my goodness. You know, so literally four bags full of papers that oh I took gosh, to our Laura. bank to be shredded. Cause she did say, you know, if they have your personal information, you'd be shredded. So do you feel like you had this like weight lifted off of you? <laughs> yes, because I am a purger anyways. I don't, I like the bare minimal of things. And I always just thought, this is stupid. Why do I have to keep right. all of this stuff for forever? And then she said, you, you don't have to keep all that forever. And I was like, this is amazing. Like, so, I can walk in this freedom. Oh, I chucked everything and it was great. I do that every so often, ever so often just go through everything and try to be clear. Yeah. But the other day I was telling my kids, I was like, listen guys, you'll really need to pick up your room. And I opened their closet and I was like, oh my gosh, there's just clothes everywhere. And I was like, yo, this is not okay. You need to pick up your closet. And one of them looked at me and said, well, this is what your closet looks like. And I was like, uh-huh. um, okay, first of all, <laughs> I don't care what my closet looks like. I'm in charge of it. You know, I mean, I always feel like I feel that way with my kids. Like, but here's the deal. If you don't clean your room, I have to, I still always have to clean my room. So this is why you have to do it. Yep. Oh, these (laughs) clean rooms drives me crazy. Okay. Speaking of houses, I found this online the other day. Speaking of purging, it said nine things that, that are like nasty in your house that you need to throw away. Okay. Okay. So let's see if either if you or I 
I have these things sitting around our house. Okay. Okay. The first one is hazardous waste. And it said it was like aerosol cans, batteries, antifreeze paint. Oh, you might have paint. It said they need to be disposed of properly. Okay. I do not. I have um, like a couple paint cans that still have paint in them. Are those bad? See, I don't think so. Okay. I don't think that. We have those. Other than that, I do not have hazardous waste. No, I don't either. Hey, speaking of purging, this happened the other day and Aaron was so mad at me, but I was like, listen, I'm just doing what you always do. I found a paint can, a paint lid. It was like in a drawer somewhere. And, um, I tossed it. Like, why do we need a lid? You know? And Aaron called. He's like, Hey, I've been saving this paint lid so I can go get matching paint to match the kitchen. And I was like, Oh yep. I threw that away a long time ago. And he was mad. I was like, this is what you do all the time. I was Uh, trying to clean. I was trying to help out. (laughs) Okay. The next one is something I really want to work on. It's plastic containers. Oh, Mm -mm. you don't have plastic containers. I have a, like a stack. Like I have like a little set that we use. Um, but other than that, no, like the extra, my, my mom always kept those like, cause she would send food home with us when we yeah. leave, but I don't send food home with anybody. So I but hardly when you put cook. leftovers up. Yeah. I use the one, my little set that I have. Is it glass? And, mm-mm, it's like plastic. Oh, okay. One this plastic is saying, set, that's not bad. This is saying that All plastic? containers with recycle codes three or seven may contain that BPA stuff. Oh yeah. I know. I'm not really worried about the BPA. (laughs) (laughs) We're not going to worry about that. We're just going to make sure that we raise our kids to be generous. I'm with you on that one. Okay. Next one is, um, expires, expired or unused medication. Toss it. I'm really bad about that. I mean, I'm just like, I'll keep stuff forever. Yeah, I actually recently went through our bathroom, and so I was able to toss all our expired stuff. That's so good. So I actually don't. Old spices. My spices might be old because I don't like to cook. (laughs) I swear (laughs) to you, I think we have some spices in our cabinet from when we got married. Like, we got a set. Yeah. (laughs) That's 14 years ago. That's a long time. Those are definitely expired. (laughs) Yeah. This is saying that they last one to two years. Maybe that's why Aaron says my food doesn't have any flavor. Maybe it's the spices fault. It's not my fault. (laughs) It's not yours. That's what I'm going to say from now on. I was like, it's these spices. They're too old. Yeah, I definitely might have expired spices. Um, Okay. Number seven. I mean, number five is moldy makeup. No. I'm really weird about that. I have a very minimal amount of makeup. So mine's not funky. It says that mascara has a shelf life of two to three months. Now my mascara might be old then. Yeah. Mine's old. I'll tell you that much. Lip gloss is six months. I don't uh, don't really use lip gloss that often. So my problem is I don't wear a lot of makeup. So if I bought a thing of lip gloss, I'll lose it for three months and then find it. it. Yeah. The lip gloss I have is definitely old then. It still works. Yeah. (laughs) Um, crusty contact lenses. I don't have crusty contact lenses. <laughs> do you wear contacts? <laughs> I do. I'm blonde as a bat, but um, I feel like once they reach a point, they tear my eye. Like, I can't wear them anymore, so none of mine um, are crusty. I had LASIK, so I don't have contacts anymore. Oh, that's good. Did that work good? Oh, it's amazing. See, I, I would recommend it to anyone and everyone. Are you going to have to re- have it redone? I don't know. I scored a really cool deal with it though. I got it when I worked at the radio station and I got it for free. 
That's amazing. I mean, I advertise for them, but that's how right. it works. Yeah. yeah okay. So contact lenses, don't keep the old ones. Yes. This I'm failing every single one of these. The next one is, um, pillows. Like it said, oh. pillows older than 18 months. Then all of our pillows are horrible. Dead skin and dust mites. Ours are full of that then. Mine are too. <laughs> I, I refuse to buy my kids new. I could probably get all of my kids new stuff now because I went through a phase where I was like, we get nothing new that goes on a bed until people stop peeing in beds. I mean, right. that's just what it is. <laughs> if, if there's anyone in this house that still pees in the bed, nothing yeah. new is coming to this house. <laughs> I think that's a great rule. Yeah. So we're finally able. I should replace everyone's pillow because no one pees in the bed anymore. Yeah. All of our pillows are definitely old, I would say. Expired canned goods. I do not. I am, gosh, I'm going to sound like such a weirdo. Why? Um, well, just all of this quirkiness. Um, I am, okay, well, here's my reason for this. I don't have a lot of canned goods. I don't either. I think I have two in my pantry right now. That is how, and, and I, our house is smaller Mm -hmm. on the small side. And so I don't have a pantry. I have like, um, like a cap, just a cabinet where I keep like food. Uh So when you don't have a lot of room, then you don't have (laughs) a lot of extra space for canned goods. So, uh, the only canned goods we buy are the ones that like, I'm going to use right Right now. Yeah. So when we first got married, I swear, I think half of our basket was canned goods. We ate like canned corn, canned green beans. I mean, everything was canned goods and the canned goods I'll buy now will be like, you know, tomatoes or something, you know, tomatoes, but we buy a lot of bulk food, right? Like bulk beans. And then we make them, you know, it's Uh, just, it's cost effective and you know, uh, okay. Your kitchen sponge. Mine's probably horrible. You know, I heard, I don't, I don't, we don't have a microwave in our house, but when we did, we used to zap in the microwave for like 60 seconds all the time. I've never heard of that. I should do mine for that. Oh, this says awful. It says to cut contamination, microwave your sponge daily in an inch of water. That I, is really interesting. I throw mine in the dishwasher all the time. I don't know if it does anything. It oh, makes me I didn't think know it might. you could do that either. I mean, I don't know. I just do it. Yeah. Why not? I would think that that would do something. Something. It's, it's cleaning my dishes. It cleans your dishes. Yeah. <laughs> right. I would That's think what it would I clean your sponge. <laughs> That's what I thought. Okay. So I'll those are the nine things. That. I think we did yeah. pretty well. I don't think that was too bad. No. Our houses aren't <laughs> that dirty. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, okay. I saw, do you and your husband like to go out to eat and stuff? Do y'all get, what do y'all do about date nights? How do y'all handle that? Um, date nights are, we typically will do, we have like a little babysitter that will come. And so, yeah, we'll usually go out to eat or just, you know, random stuff. But yeah, we usually eat out for sure. Okay. I love that. I know we, um, so I want to tell you about this in case you don't know. I saw the other day, the, the South's top best new restaurants. One of them is in Nashville. Is it, uh, Fido? No. Oh, what is it? Urban Grub. Okay. So the, the, maybe I should help you with this. The clarification here is they had to have been within the past year. So like June, 2013 to June, 2014, it was something like that. I might not know it then. Uh, the 404 Kitchen. Oh, I've never even heard of that. There you go, because it's brand new. The South's okay. 10 best new restaurants, the 404 it's Kitchen. The 404 Kitchen. I will. I feel like I'm not uh, up on my, what I should be, but um, I have a friend who always, she eats downtown. All She works downtown, so uh-huh. she's kind of. She keeps you in the uh, loop. 
She does. Like anytime, um, um, like Jessica from Noonday, uh-huh. she came in and we got to go out to eat and I text my friend, my other friend, her name is Jessica too. I said, Hey, where should I take her? <laughs> and so she told me where to go. And so we did that. So, so fun. She's kind of a go-to to keep me up on. Erin and I love food. It's just, we love eating. We love yes. eating out. We love good food. Um, we don't get to do it as much as we want to only because we're not millionaires. And right. so Absolutely. <laughs> there you go. There's that. Nice. Yes. <laughs> but, uh, we do love it a lot. Your mom passed away before you even 30. It sounds like I had just turned 30. Okay. It was my 30th birthday. Yeah. She died on your 30th birthday. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. Oh my gosh. <laughs> my birthday is November 2nd. Okay. And she died on November 20th. Okay. So, so for my birthday or right after my right birthday. After your birthday. And it was sudden. Correct? It was. Yes. They, um, she had, I was actually in Florida visit, visiting, um, my best friend lives in Orlando. So typically for my birthday, I'll try to go down and hang out with her for my birthday. So she, I was down there with her and my mom had called me and she said, um, she was having difficulty holding things in her uh, left hand. And so, and I, me and Saul had actually gone to eat lunch with her the day before because I'd just left the day before. And um, she said, I'm, she, she was crazy and so funny, but she said, I'm, they think I might have had a stroke, but I'm going to go to the flea market. And I was like, um, I really think you should probably go to the doctor. Right. How about we do that <laughs> later? Yeah. She said, I just don't think it's that big of a deal. And so, that was on a Friday, and that night she called me and she said, "Hey, I'm gonna go to the hospital because they they do think I've had a stroke." Because she went to the flea market and then she went to the movies, and it was her day off, mm-hmm. and um, so she you know had fun and then decided to go to the hospital. So they did a scan that night, and she it ends up that she had two brain tumors, and it was a very uh, aggressive type of cancer. And that was on a Friday. And so I flew home and, um, Tuesday she had uh, brain surgery. And then just a couple of days later, she had a massive blood clot and she passed. So, mm. yeah, I remember. So within a week, she <coughs> went from, I think I had a stroke to, I have massive cancer in my brain to surgery to die. Yep. Wow. I remember, um, following you along during that, when that happened. And I just remember the feeling of like, man, Laura has to be feeling like I'm just too young to have to be dealing with. I mean, how old was your mom? Yeah. Uh, she was 64. Yeah. I mean, that's young. 60. Yeah. 64. I think. Yeah. That's young. So what was that like entering into this new stage of like grief when you, when it was a so quick and it's someone you love so dearly, um, and you've got four little babies and just, right. I mean, what, is, what was that like at all? Um, it was, it, it was definitely difficult. That was, uh, definitely one of the most difficult times of our lives. Um, and I, one of my friends, she, Courtney, she's one of really good friends. Her dad had passed just a couple months and his was a sudden heart attack and, and he was out of town. And so I kind of started, um, seeing that those 10 days were that I was lucky to mm-hmm. have those 10 days that it could have been, you know, just like that. Mm-hmm. And, and so Courtney was a very big encouragement to me, her family. Um, she just could relate, um, very differently. And it was really interesting because when her dad died, I re- it, it was God. I really, it, 
pressed on my heart that I needed to handle this differently than I'd ever handled anything. And I remember sitting with my mom in, in her dad's funeral. And I just remember thinking, I have got to be here. Like I've got to step up my game. This has got to be different. Um, and, and I, I just, I honestly, like, I guess nobody that I've ever been friends with their parent or somebody that close Mm -hmm. had died. So it was just, and I think that now looking back on it, I think God was preparing my heart. Mm. And so, um, it was just really sweet what me and Courtney have out of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was, it was very difficult. It was, um, you just don't know until you are like right smack in the middle of it. And you don't, it's like a day to day, um, trying to figure out what this new life look like looks like because it doesn't look the same. It still doesn't look the same, but you have to embrace the different. You have to embrace the new life that you have. And, um, so it was just, it was, it was different and hard, but I have, I have a handful of friends who have lost parents, um, through cancer at a young age. They're even younger than me. And none of them had the friends I'm thinking about. None of them had kids at the time. Um, and so one of my girlfriends is pregnant with her first child and she lost her dad about three years ago. And she said, it's just been really hard because she feels like, um, her child that she's carrying is never going to know this man that she loved. Right. How would you like, cause I feel like that you can be an encouragement to anyone that's listening that might have lost a parent or has a sick parent. And how have you dealt with this with your kids? Like, has it a changed how you parent at all? And B, how have you explained this to your four babies? Um, well, Eamon, we, actually wasn't home yet. Okay. So it was just Harper and Hudson and Solomon and, um, the boys were younger. They, they remember it. Like they still talk about it. And, um, this is going to sound weird to you, but I, one of my aunt, my mom was the youngest of 12 Okay, and nine of those were girls. So crazy big, like super tight family mm-hmm. on her side and, one of my aunts, she videotaped the funeral, like videotaped the service. Mm-hmm. They videotaped the burial, like mm-hmm. all the stuff that you think is really morbid, but it's really sweet to yeah. have, like mm-hmm. to see my kids and that because we took them to everything. We wanted them to see everything. And, um, so the boys were more okay with it. Harper, like even still, like I can feel the tears kind of coming up because Harper was different. Um, and I don't like this part, but, um, Harper was really close to my mom. So that was really difficult for her. And I think seeing her walk through that because she, um, she was so young, like she was still, she was in preschool. Mm -hmm. She was about to start kindergarten the next year. And she just, I don't know. She just was pitiful. Mm -hmm. And so we just tried to explain that, um, you know, that this is life, that, that sin is in this world and that because sin is in the world that, you know, things happen that we don't understand and they're not always fun or good or happy or what we want, but that ultimately we have to trust that this is not that God allowed her to die, but that everything filters through his hands. You know, I heard a preacher say that one time, everything filters through his hands. And so, um, we just tried to be open with her and talk with her about it. And, you know, even still, um, in fact this week, cause she's had it, she changed schools this year. So she's kind of had, she's been okay with it. And then she's kind of been a little weepy on leaving mm-hmm. the last couple mornings, but this weekend she 
was just kind of sad in bed one night and I, you know, I said, what's wrong? And she said, I don't remember how to get to Grammy's house. Mm. Like, I can't remember how to get there. And so we talked about you drive this way and we would turn this way. And and she's, you know, and it's, I think that she still, um, has a sense of loss about that. She, my mom would come and see her every like ridiculous grandmother, Mm -hmm. um, but the best. And so I think that it just was really hard for her. But I also think, uh, that Amon, Amon brought Harper this joy that I just had been, had been, had been missing from yeah, her. And yeah. so, and she's just a really joyful kid anyways. And so that was really difficult for us to see her in that loss and, um, and to struggle that way. And Amon brought, like we took Harper with us to meet Amon for the first time because we just felt like she needed to do that. Mm-hmm. She needed to go to Africa. She needed to spend that time with us. And, just the connection and bond they have. And Mm. that's what I tell her. I say, God has his ways of mending our hearts Mm -hmm. and healing us. And, you know, I believe that Amon, he used Amon to heal you. Mm. So I love that. I know that I haven't lost a parent. I've walked through it with some friends and it's, I don't know that it, I can't speak on this. I'm guessing I wouldn't think that it would get easier. I just think it would be different. It is. It's, um, I get surprised by it still. Um, like I kind of feel like I can talk about it and not cry. I think aspects of it make me like Harper, like that just as a mom, I guess that's the pull really, but, Mm -hmm. um, it's surprising. Like Phil, I feel like now I'm walking through another stage of where she seems distant now, Mm -hmm. you know, it's been a couple of years and she's starting to feel more like, was she really here? You know, just kind of this distance. And that's just a whole new, um, thing to kind of walk through. And I do, I think that it's, I still miss her, but I like to look back and say, I have come. So, you know, God has brought me from there to here Mm -hmm. to here and just, you know, and recently my friend Courtney that lost her dad, it was um, the three year anniversary of her dad. And, you know, we text every single morning. And so she texts me that morning and just, praising God for how different this year looked from yeah. last year. Yeah. And so I think you have to look at it that way of the steps he's brought you through and yeah. the point you are now yeah. compared to where you were. Yeah. And I think talking with our kids, talking with kids about death is so hard right. and it's, it's hard when it's so personal, like what, how you guys had to walk through it for the first time with your kids. We lost a friend, um, in December and my kids had never met him. He was a friend of ours. He worked with Aaron at church and, and he was killed, but still walking through that with our kids was just difficult for them to even see, like, th- th- for them just to see the reality of life. Right. That we right. all will leave this world, you know? Yes. It's not when we want to. Some of it's not how we want to, but we all will, you know? And it's, for us, it's been a really good way for us to talk to our kids about, like, trusting God even when we don't understand. Right. And trusting yep. God even when it doesn't even make sense. Yes. And then even just telling them that, like, God promises that he makes good out of everything. Yeah. And so even when we're looking at it, I'm like, this doesn't look good at all. You know, right now this woman is a widow and she's a two year old. How is this good God? But we can right. trust that he says that it is. Right. Um, oh, it's so hard. Yeah. And that's what, I mean, like, that's one thing that uh, Hudson are one of our boys. He is my fretful child. Like he's my warrior. And so it was just reaffirming him that, you know, here. And it's hard when they're that little and you want, you kind of, I I feel like we tend to want to shield them from the world, but 
in reality, when something like that happens, I feel like that it, it's worse to be like, Oh, you know, no big deal. Uh-huh. And I just said, you know, dude, we are all going to die one day. Yeah. And that is, that's just how this world is. But we have this promise in Jesus that we will get to see Grammy again. Mm-hmm. She is in heaven and we will get to be with her. And we, you know, and he, well, are y'all going to die? And, you know, you go through like that, the fear of that and mm-hmm. just reaffirming it. And I'm like, I, eventually I am, man, I but I'm not planning on going anywhere yeah. anytime soon. Yeah. So just kind of working with him on not worrying yeah. about it. So we went through that too after a friend. And it was like, I almost wanted my kids to trust in Jesus more than like trust in their fear. Which, right. oh my gosh, that, I'm like, that's oh, the story that's of my what, life. I mean, you know. With Hudson all the time, I'm like, be brave, strong, and courageous. Yeah. You know, yeah. God came, he conquered the entire world. And so that's what I tell him, you know, I have to tell him that all the time. Yeah. So yeah. he's so, no warrior. do you, I, I imagine that you do, and I think you do. Do you do something every year to celebrate your mom on the day she passed away? Yes, we do, um, birthday, her birthday. I do try to do something on her birthday. I try to do something on, um, the anniversary of her death and, um, mother's day. We, mm-hmm. we're, we're the creepy people at the <laughs> cemetery. It's not um, creepy. You're not alone. I'm sure. <laughs> well, and that's what I keep going back to Courtney, but you know, she'll, she'll text me. Did you beat the, the rush at the cemetery today? Yeah. You know, like Mother's Day, it's pretty hopping out there. I bet. I was going to say. Pretty busy. The holidays. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, yeah, we went right after church to beat the crowd. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, so, we, yeah, we try to do um, – and, and I, try, I try to flip it, like, for other people. I try to do that focus um, in that direction. So we'll give flowers or mm. – um, you know, baked goods or, you know, yeah. something like that, just to kind of remember her and celebrate her because yeah. she deserved it. So yeah. one thing I've tried to do the last couple of years, some my friends that I've said have lost parents, um, in the past couple of years at a young age is I have the anniversary of their death in my calendar. And so when it comes up the next year, I see it and I just try to send them a card yes. just to like remember, you know, just to say, yeah. Hey, I haven't forgotten that yeah. you have this and loss. And I think that that's, I I will commend you because I think that's fantastic because I do think that that is, I, I know, and and I laugh because my calendar now, because I keep a physical written calendar, but it is like if somebody dies, I'm writing, you know, my friend, she lost a baby and, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, miscarried. Well, that date is in my book and I send her a card every, you I mean, that's just, I think once yeah. you experience a loss and that's why I say, you know, awesome because it took me experiencing a loss to understand that mag, you know, like what that could be, what a car could do on that day. So, you know, I have all my death anniversaries, all my birthdays. All my, I like uh, it. I wonder, are there cards yeah. you can buy for death anniversaries? Have you seen any? No. You know, typically the, which actually I should like come up you with a You should make one. Happy death anniversary. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's not funny, but you know what I'm saying? Like, I know. Um, but no, I do like the thinking of you or I try yeah. to do funny ones, which, yeah. um, I think my friends understand me and will appreciate the, right. you know, a humorous card or, yeah. you know, just a sweet one. So, oh, yeah. So fun. So fun. Um, yeah. I just remembered one thing that you do. Don't you in your Advent stuff put cookies on the trash cans? Yes. So is, every time I think of you all the time when the trash guy comes by, cause I'm like, he hates us. Look at how my trash, I'm like, it's not even in the right order on the street. So I'm, yeah. I'm, I shouldn't we give him do cookies. that. Well, we try to, and it's, it's really funny because every single year there's this moment of, is he going to see him or is he going <laughs> to dump him in the trash can? And so my kids will yes. literally sit at the window watching 
and he didn't dump them. He got, you know, excited. But this past year, our trash can, uh, the, the lid was broken off and, or our, our good trash can got tossed accidentally by our trash guy. And he gave us one that didn't have a lid back. So he gave us not only a bad trash can, but then raccoons. So we've had like this ongoing raccoon problem. So last year there was nowhere to put them. So we used our neighbor's trash can. And no, you should be I like, dude, if you want cookies, give me a new trash can. This I is ridiculous. <laughs> you need a top so, of my trash can. So we did, we used our neighbor's trash can. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's so fun. Hey, okay. I keep thinking about gifts that you do so well. And then do you do gifts for your teach kids, teachers, like first day of school? Yes, and we then, do. Yeah, we do the the first day of school. I do Apple canvases. Okay, um, I saw them. They're so yes. cute. And that is just mainly because I was a teacher, and I still remember little Chelsea Brown, this little girl who brought me my first apple, and I thought, Aww. "Oh, I got an apple!" Like so that sweet. signature teacher yeah, thing. So, yeah, thing. So I do um, just a small apple canvas. So it's like a little artwork that's an apple and it's small. So if they hate it, they, they're not committed big time. <laughs> it's not like a, it's not like a 18 by 20 or anything. Yes, exactly. It's yeah. just little and yeah. And just, I, I put grateful on it because I want them to know that we're already grateful for them and that, you know, we support them. So I love it so much. My girlfriend, Megan, she, um, did a podcast with me a couple of weeks ago. And she's a teacher. And she said, I'm going to do this. I've, I have like told myself I am doing this this year. She said one of her favorite things for people to do is in the morning when they drop their kids off to bring like a lunch menu and say, Hey, I'm going to bring you lunch today. What do you want? That's awesome. I like am de- bound and determined before May to make that happen. Yeah. That's, I think that's fantastic. <laughs> uh, I was a teacher too. So I like blessing them a lot. Oh, what grade did you teach? Well, so I was in college for a really long time. Okay. And so like my last two years, well, when I finally hit the four year mark, I was like, this is ridiculous. Why am I still in school? And I dropped my teacher certification. So I always taught at private schools. So I taught, um, fifth grade one year and I taught journalism and Bible. Okay. To K through. God bless you. Yeah. (laughs) And then I had a kid. And so then I haven't ever been back. Yeah. Uh, see, I could never do, I, I did my, um, student teaching in kindergarten and fifth grade and half of the fifth graders were taller than me. So uh, yeah. I was like, I'm out. I'm not doing, see, never doing fifth grade. Kindergarten. It makes me just like lose my mind. I, yeah. I cannot, uh, I sub at my kid's <laughs> school sometimes because I like teaching and I like, I like, I sub in their classrooms is what I've said. Like I really want right. to sub for my kids teachers so I can be around their friends and none of them think it's uncool, so I'll keep doing it. But yeah. I did kindergarten last year for a day, and I was like, I do not know how these teachers do this every single day. Right. They were so needy and whiny. They and are. Oh, my gosh. Well, and what I always said was, um, by Christmas, you're like a well-oiled machine, though. You got it like, I feel like it takes you that first couple months to really get them going and get them ticking, and then... I feel like at Christmas, it's like easy sailing. Like they are good. That's so, so good. At my school, yeah. we do a looping. So like Story had the the teacher she had for kindergarten. She also has for first grade. Oh, that's neat. So then next year, she'll get a new teacher. She'll have it for second and third and then fourth and fifth. Oh, that's really interesting. It's great. I mean, it's really good. if you, We've had great teachers so far. And so right, we haven't had yeah. any problem. Um, it just helps them like when she came back to first grade, 
they just started learning because right, yeah, like, and she knows them already. Kids and, those, and teachers, it was awesome. Yeah, that sounds fantastic. I know it was I, so wonderful. Sounds really good. Okay, so I always um, end asking my guests what they're reading and what they're watching on TV, and you don't have a TV. Uh, well, I have a TV. Okay, I just don't watch it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is great. We, we don't have cable. Um, okay. We don't have Netflix, and it's solely because, like, not we're like these awesome people that don't participate in the world, but I don't have time at the time. And by the time it's at night and I have a chance, I'm either getting work done or just want to go to bed. Um, so I don't have anything I'm watching. I think that's awesome. Um, me, I, I don't watch that much TV either, but here's the difference between me and you at the end of the day, like nine o'clock after all the kids are down, I already told you my brain does not work. So I like right. clean up the kitchen and then um, all I need to do sit. is sit yeah. for an hour and like veg at nothing. So yeah. I don't know if that's good or bad, but I don't watch TV yeah. during the day except for like oh, yeah. 30, in the morning well, I'll watch like news for 30 minutes. I mean, sometimes I'm like, let's just watch a show. And then we turn it on. I'm like, I have no idea what's going on in any of these shows. <laughs> and I, and here, well, I used to love Big Brother. Oh, I did too. It was kind of my only like reality show I ever got into. Uh-huh. And so I live vicariously through two friends and they send me. So they tell me what's going on, but I never watched the show. I haven't seen it <laughs> the I last two times. You know, no. So I don't know. I don't know the people. I don't know any of that, but they still send me updates. And That's so, hilarious. Like, okay. It's on right now, I think. Is it really? I think it's, oh, like, oh, it's yeah, always yeah, on yeah. in the summer. Maybe. I thought you meant like right now. Oh, like, at this moment? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, I'm trying to think. I do read some. What are you um, reading? I am reading right now. I'm reading Flesh, and I can't remember who it's by. Flesh, what's um, it But it's really good. It's very. I, I feel kind of stupid sometimes. I feel like when I read stuff, I don't understand, and so I say that this is a book I understand. <laughs> um, but it's really good. It's just kind of about um, being in the world and loving people in the world, and um, kind of not being afraid of, you know, and not venturing out and meeting people because of fear. Um, so I'm reading that. And then I have, I think it's called, oh, this is awful. Cause I don't know. I think it's called a million little things. A man. Who is it by? I'm like, like, let me look it a up. Million, is it a girl <laughs> author or a boy author? Yes. It's a girl author. Um, I actually got it at, I did a craft weekend. Uh-huh. Yes, it's The Million Little Ways. It's by Emily Freeman. Oh, yes. And I've heard fantastic things about it. I, I have a book by her that I have been wanting to read called Graceful. Oh, okay. By Emily Freeman, but I haven't read it. See, and I got this one. Um, I did a craft weekend with a with two craft ladies, um, Meg and Kimberly Joss. And they, they that was one of the books they gave us. And they That's talked so about how fantastic it was. And so that's my next one. That's what I'm reading next. So, so. fun. So you <laughs> like to read books that are like improving your mind, not like fiction. Yes. Okay. I don't, um, I think that it's because I don't read that much. Uh-huh. So when I do read, I kind of want it to be You're something like it that, <laughs> yes. I'm like, if I'm going to actually read, yes. <laughs> yeah, which is awful because I want to be a reader. Um, but I just, it's time. I'm awful no, about time. You know so. what? I, I read so much in the summer. And I think it's right. just because just wherever my kids are, I'll just read with them. I can't get any work done. And so I might as well be reading. So I read a lot of fiction in the summer. And then when the school year hits, I mean, I'll, I just like, it'll take me six weeks to get Forever, through a book. Because yeah. I just yeah. like you, I don't have time 
I need um, to make t- more time to read during the school year, but. And maybe I think when they're older, I think, well, and I have big kids, but the Eamon's two. So yeah. at the pool and stuff, if he's with us, you know, it's, I can't read. This so. is my first summer that <laughs> I took the kids to the pool, the beginning of the summer. And literally I was like, why do I not have a book here? That this is amazing. amazing. Yeah. Well, we had, I actually signed Eamon up for summer Mother's Day out. Yeah. <laughs> um, two days a week for uh-huh. like three weeks. And so those days I took a, a book to the pool. Like this is the life. Like yeah. this is amazing. So, so fun. Did that. So fun. Well, Laura, oh, I forgot to mention this. You yes. are gracious and you said you're going to give something away. Okay. So we're going to do a couple of key fob sets. Oh, so I love got, those. Yeah, well, and that's what I thought. I thought Jamie likes key fobs yep. and it's the beginning of the school year and you can share them with friends or teachers or whoever. So I've got three key fob sets that we'll do. So you can draw three winners. That is great. And I, yeah. just so everyone knows, these have been teacher gifts of mine. I mean, I think I've ordered them from you like three They're times, maybe. Practical. They're like, so they practical. practical. Yeah, they yeah. are. Yeah. Okay, great. So I'll put on the blog, jamieivy.com, how you can win. And so super yeah. fun. Those are great. And um, Laura, today was so good. Thank you. Thank you. I was, you know, un- nervous and silly, but. <laughs> you said <laughs> that you were nervous because you, you said you have such a, an accent. Ooh, do you hear it? Well, I hear it, but it doesn't sound like anything like bad. Okay, good. I, I just think that the the few times that I'm around people that aren't from Tennessee and they hear it, they are like, "Wow, wow!" Have you always lived in Tennessee? Yes. Okay. My entire life. So. Okay, you were Tennessee. Yeah. So. <laughs> good, good, good. Okay, thank you so much for chatting thank with me today, you. and I know that asking me, Jamie, it was fun, and people are going to be encouraged. And thanks for sharing about your mom. No problem. No problem at all. I know that's hard and people are going to be listening to this wiping tears away. When you talk about her and Harper, I was like, oh, precious, precious. So thank you so much. Yes. Thank you, Jamie. Guys, I told you that you would love Laura. Isn't she just awesome and so wonderful and so sweet? She thought that everyone would know her like she had this big southern accent, but I thought it was just beautiful. I was shedding tears when she talked about Harper and how Harper dealt with her mom passing away. You know, you're just not ever prepared for that. And so, but it's something we're all going to have to deal with. So I loved her encouragement and how God led her to like, you can't, you don't know what to do for yourself, but you can always help someone else. That was so profound. I love that so much. Laura is so generous that she's giving away three sets of two key fobs. So you can go to my website, jamieivy.com. And it's going to be super easy to enter. Just leave a comment. That's all we ask of you. And then I will pick a winner in a couple days. And so you have one to keep for yourself and one to give away or two to give away. I've used these as teacher gifts a lot because they're simple, easy, cute. Everyone loves a cute key fob. So thank you to Laura for that. I want to say thank you that all have subscribed to the podcast. Um, You can subscribe on iTunes or on Stitcher. There's links on my page to find it. You just look up Happy Hour Podcast with Jamie Ivey, and there it is. 
Thank you guys so much. Your comments mean the world to me. I love doing this. I love talking to women around the world that are changing the world, changing their families, changing their children. It's just a joy to be able to bring our conversations to you. So coming up the rest of the month, we've got Courtney Lankford, who her and her husband serve in South Africa. And she has a great story about that. Jesse Connolly uh, from Naptime Diaries is joining us. I love Jesse, and I'm just getting to know her in real life. So that's been a joy for me. And then I also have Gloria Furman, who will be coming up. And her and her husband live in Dubai. And so a lot of great guests coming up. And then we'll start all over again in October with great guests. Guys, thanks so much. If you have any questions about the podcast, if you have anyone you think I should have on the podcast, I love to hear all of that. Just leave me a comment, jamieivy.com. I'd love to hear your guest ideas because who do you want to hear? That's what I want to know. So again, thanks for listening to the happy hour. I hope that whenever you're listening to this, that you are enjoying your family, enjoying your friends, and that you just have a great day. Bye friends. I'll see you next time.